Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let us begin the torture. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you separated from your body again. Yeah. So it's a you nice, dissociated now. Okay. <laughs> nice five seconds we had there with Jason. Yeah, I was, uh, I had bliss. I had actual bliss for about 41 seconds. <laughs> oh, no. We're finding love. Come on. Uh, I don't know about that. I have to percent. fill the Alexis Optimist role. I here. know. I appreciate you that. You don't yeah, have yes. to. I'll do it. I am legitimately excited for this. I'm sure we can help. You know, rekindle, maybe get smooth out some communications. I'm sure it'll be great. Okay. There. Uh, let's go looking for love. Holly, who do we have today? We're being joined by Chase this morning. Hi, Chase. Hi. How you doing? Uh, not weird at all to be doing this, right? <laughs> no, not at all. Not, no, no, no. no. Every, people do this all the time, Absolutely. talking on a radio show about mm-hmm. your private life. Yes. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would you find it odd? Right. No, no, you just have some good close friends. That's about right. About two hundred fifty thousand of them that are ready That's to it. help you. Yeah, no, it's it. no big deal at all. Oh no, my God, no. yeah, it'll yeah. be fine. Mm-hmm. We're very. I know, Chase. I know this is shocking. We're very popular. Yes, we're very popular. <laughs> wow, I never would have thought. <laughs> Uh, no, nor would we, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase, uh, thank you for doing this, all joking aside. Go ahead. I'm going to shut my mouth now and give you the floor. Tell us about your date, please. Okay. Um, so, you know, I met actually at a bar on St. Patrick's Day this year. And I don't know if you guys have ever had this the, the green beer that they sell on St. Yeah. Patty's Day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was cool. And, um you know, we really hit it off, and, well, you know, things went from there. Well, so who did you meet, Chase? Uh, her Wait. name is Mallory. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, so what did you, I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, what did you like about her? Huh? Oh, she's hot. Okay. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's get right down to it. <laughs> and, and I... I, I mean, come on, you know, the first physical attraction, that's what, you know, the first thing that comes to mind. But I will say this, she can drink like a champ. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, kind of dragged me under the table, honestly. Okay. But, uh, Lots of green beer really, going down. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's really funny, too. And I love her sense of humor. Oh. I just love the sparkle in your voice, Chase. You do sound like you're really into Mallory. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, um, I'm sorry. I, I, I yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm really into her. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel it. Like I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right. 
Okay, so what? I mean, obviously you're here. Obviously something happened. Uh, did, did anything weird happen at the end of the date? Anything that would maybe raise a red flag? Um, no. I mean, was it the date to end all dates? Hardly, but I'm, I, we hooked up. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And you know, we hardly know each other. That's just the truth. But I mean, as far as casual encounters go, it, it was great. So you wanted to continue and make it less casual the next time you encountered is what you were mm-hmm. hoping for. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like I said, we hooked up, mm-hmm. you know, we had a moment um, and then she had to leave after, you know, for what, whatever reason. I respect that she had to go. Um, I have been flirting with her the past few months and she's actually been texting me back. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, the, the weird thing is we, um, we haven't gotten back together again. And, you know, as I've gotten to know her more, I, I just really want a second chance at a real date with her. Okay. You know, okay. I, I, I really, I really like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we can help. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't guarantee that. We yes, can... we can help, Jason. Right. Okay, fine. <laughs> I like the positivity of it because I don't know if you mm. have had this experience, but I've had that, you know, where you're like, okay, this yeah. was a, it was an encounter. It was a very spur of the moment type thing. And then you're like, well, you know what? I think that this can actually be more. So let's see. It's a, it's a difficult pivot though. Sometimes we go from a, there was a yes. lot of beer that created the encounter. How can we do this now that there's less beer involved? So I get it. Well, That's hard. So, Chase, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to hear everything. We're going to talk to Mallory. Mallory is on hold, but she's heard nothing. And mm-hmm. all Mallory agreed to do was she just thinks that she's on our show as uh, to talk general dating, uh, uh, modern dating. She has no idea that this is personal. So will you hold on just a second? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Got it. Um, okay. Holly, let's go ahead and put up mm-hmm. Mallory. Mm-hmm. Always like a family ties with Mallory. Mm-hmm. Um, Mallory. <laughs> Mallory, are you there? Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? Great. How are you? Thank you for doing this. We yes. we know it's weird. We know it's odd. I don't. I wouldn't guess that you're normally on a radio show at eight o'clock on a normal day, right? <laughs> No. Talking no, about dating usually. things. No. Yeah. yeah. But that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mallory, uh, here's the deal. Uh, I have good news for you. There is somebody that wrote us. This isn't just a general dating segment. We, we fibbed a little bit, Anya. Um, we actually got an email about you, and it was very complimentary. This is not a bad thing. Um, and it's someone that went out with you that wants a connection, like really wants to reconnect. Do you remember going out with a guy named Chase? Oh, yes. Okay. I, yes, I do remember Chase. Yeah. Well, he's gushing about you, Mallory. Just yeah. gushing. Oh. Yeah. He he wrote us a great email, and but here's the situation. It is our understanding that there wasn't really anything after the initial date. So, if you don't mind me being personal, was there a reason why? Um, you know, not really. I think that, like, I met him and I was in, you know, kind of like 
a party place. And now I'm kind of not at the moment. But yeah, I mean, we've been randomly texting the past few months. I mean, like, to be honest, it kind of could be a situation where I maybe would have just like ghosted him. But yeah, we've we've been texting. All right. Was there any particular reason why you didn't want to have things like rekindled or, or why you would have ghosted? Like, why are you responding? I mean, I don't know. Like, we had fun. Mm-hmm. Like, we met we met on St. Patrick's Day. And, you know, we hooked up after, you know, to be honest, like, a few too many whiskey gingers, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. It wasn't like, it wasn't like sloppy or anything. Right. But, um, it wasn't a situation where I thought, oh, I'm definitely going to see this guy again. You know what I mean? Well, well, Mallory, we're going to tell you the truth because you seem real cool. Um, we got your stuff from from Chase, and we actually have Chase on the other line, and he has heard this. So, again, we wanted to make a connection, so don't kill us. Please. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and put Chase up. Chase, say hi to Mallory. Hi, Mallory. Hi, <laughs> Chase. Oh, my God. This is so weird. Yeah, we know Listen, it's weird. I, I, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really weird. You know, who, who calls the radio station anymore? Listen, but here's the deal. We're very popular. I know our meeting was casual, and I don't know. I had fun. I hope you had fun. But, look, over the past couple of months, I, I've gotten to really like you, and I'd like another try with you. Okay, that's actually very sweet. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad you okay. think so. So, um, here's the deal. I, mean, I hope they. Yeah, okay. go ahead, Mallory. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, Mallory. I just want to say I hope that like you haven't thought that I'm like stringing you along or anything. Like I've just been kind of like in like burnout mode. Like I was kind of like you know going pretty hard like in March, and I've been just kind of like you know a little bit more chill. Um, yeah. That's just where I'm at right now. So, Mallory, are you worried that Chase only knows how to party? So, like, now that you don't want to party as much, you might not have the same connection? I think, yeah. I mean, I think that that's just something I want to be upfront about. Well, here's the deal. If uh, we have some gift cards at our disposal, um, uh, Ground Round, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Old Country Buffet, mm-hmm. if you if you agree, <laughs> if you agree to another outing. I love that place. Okay, yeah. <laughs> If uh, if you agree to another outing, we will pay for it. Mallory, what do you think? Because obviously Chase wants to because, hello, he's here. Mallory, what do you think? Yeah, soft serve. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I would. See? All right, I Mallory, yeah. you can even set up some ground rules like... Yeah, you can even go like, "Hey, we're gonna drink less, and like, or whatever," so that you can really get to know yeah. each other. Because I know that whole you know first date kind of browned out kind of thing. We're like, yeah. you get a little, you got a little yeah. fuzzy, so you don't even know if you know each other. That totally makes sense. Well, yeah. guys, thank you. This is great. We rarely, rarely get good news on this stupid segment. So thank you so much. <laughs> really? Oh, oh, Chase, no, oh, Chase, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh. This is. This is like watching a, a heart attack unfold every every week. Seriously, oh, you it's, guys! It's, yeah. All right, I that in the beginning. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, just hold the line. We'll get you all hooked up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye, Maybe guys. Thank you. you. If we yeah. told people it normally goes poorly, they wouldn't let us try. Yeah, Again, well. what were you thinking? <laughs> of uh, course not. <laughs>
Let's not tell Alexis this went well. Let's just keep this between us. Are you sure? Us. Because we yeah, found no, love, no. Jason. No, yes. but let's know. We no, found love in no. a semi-hopeless uh, place. Yes. That's right. We're still clinging on to some optimism here. Yeah, but then she's going to get overly optimistic, and we can't have that. You guys have just been <laughs> successfully ro- relationship for so long that you just can't put nope. yourself into his shoes about that's tough going well there was a lot of liquor involved and i have to see if i'm a whole different person now that we're sober that's a hard pivot yeah yeah well, those two crazy kids mm-hmm. yeah Congratulations. I, yeah i hope they enjoy the soft serve machine at the old country <laughs> buffet that's as right. many toppings as you want yes or go to the pizza ranch we could send them there that'll be that's very right. romantic <laughs> yes mm-hmm. when we come back holly roberts has a full-size dirt alert then at 8 30 the big fat movie review oppenheimer stay with her right there storm damage hey if you've got some on your roof and you need some help go to gtr roofing give them a call have them out for a free estimate they've got you of course the sooner that you get to it the less damage that will occur and of course your roof is most susceptible i've heard some hailstorms happening a few weeks ago now is the time to have someone from gtr roofing come out assess the problem and get to work they have lots of experience working with insurance so they can help with that and of course roofing is in the name so of course they can help with the shingles the soffits the fascia but they can also help with so many more of your exterior projects they can do kind of a multi-bid and help prioritize what projects to do they can help with your gutters windows decking siding and right now if you mention me or my talk you can save a thousand dollars on roofing siding or gutters 651-777-7394, jtrroofinginc.com. Slash commercials. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for being here, everyone. Hope you're having a really good uh, morning or afternoon or whenever you're listening to us. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Shannon's filling in. Holly's hey. here. With a full-size Durler. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello, Jason and Shannon. Well, oh, Alexis, a little more money. Now, last week, Alexis brought us a story that Britney Spears was teasing something very big. Okay. Jason and I were skeptical about it. Alexis was optimistic about it. And Britney Spears indeed made an announcement last week that her memoirs were being published later this year. So Ooh. I owed Alexis $2.00. And a mint. Mm-hmm. Well, we owe money well spent. <laughs> we, money well spent. We owe Alexis more because one of her predictions for Britney Spears last week was that she was going to be releasing new music, and well, Alexis was right nice. again. Okay, be- let's not uh, let's not say that too often because she'll <laughs> get it'll get back to her. Just FYI, Alexis was right <laughs> again. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Especially since we're also a podcast. She's going to find exactly. out. We're just She'll stuck. find out. No yes. Yeah. Britney Spears and Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas uh-huh. are working on new music together, and a song is coming out tomorrow. I'm ready. It's called Mind Your Business. Of course it is. 
This is the second <laughs> song that Britney has released since her conservatorship ended. Uh, she had a remix of Tiny Dancer with Elton John released last year. And now we're getting Mind Your Business. <laughs> I am so I am so tired. Hmm. I'm not trying to uh, pee on her rainbow. <laughs> but right. well, yeah. I, I think it is such uh, so lazy and tired. I am using that I'm Britney Biatch drop. Yeah. It's not, it, it's so 15 years ago mm. and it's so overused and overplayed. I heard Will I Am dropped a little snippet of it. I, I, I this it. does sound like another opportunity for them to get in the news leading up to her book. Um, I don't think that they really care about whether this song is any good or not. Um, because the last one, she barely was on it. It was mostly Elton John, and I think that that's. Don't you think it's just going to be that drop and some some yes! some Britney table scraps with Will I Am doing cool stuff? Is yeah. what I'm thinking this is going to be. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, speaking of that 16 second teaser of this new Britney Spears Will I Am song, Mind Your Business. The tease was, you are now rocking with Will I Am and Britney Beep, <laughs> which. That is a reference to the collaboration from about a decade ago, Scream and Shout, mm-hmm. because she referenced her song, Give Me More, in that song. So now we are getting a reference of the reference. It's a nesting doll <laughs> of yes. Brittany Biatch. Right. I, we don't need this, because I really do think it's going to be what Shannon said, because mm-hmm. uh, I laughed out loud when it was announced that the Elton Britney song was coming out. I was excited. And then yeah. it came out and I'm like, this ain't Britney. No, and Elton. This no. is Elton with great phrase, Shannon, yeah. with the table, with Britney table scraps. Correct. Like literally mm-hmm. leftover steak after like a steak dinner that, you know, the little nubbins. That's right. all that song was Britney nubbins. Exactly. And that's what this is going to be. It's a will I am track with her singing Mind your business, like yeah. with no runs because she can't do runs. So she's yeah. going to do like little drops. And then he because he's a good rapper. I like a Will I Am song. So it's going to be him. Yeah, I'm very. What if it's only the drop? What if we That's don't what even it's have be. her? What if she doesn't even like, but she at least did background vocals on the Elton John song. What, what if Holly she doesn't just even did is all that it's going to be. Holly's imitation of it. That's all it's going to be. I'm very curious, <laughs> yes. and my conspiracy theory tinfoil hat is on mm-hmm. concerning this, that perhaps, maybe, these were recordings that they made together a decade ago. Yes. And mm-hmm. now Will I Am is just remixing it and dropping it. Now so that, that we talk about her before this book hits. Exactly. Thank you. I'm good. I, yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. I'm, yes, I feel you, Holly D. Roberts. I yes. have zero evidence for that. I'm just over here. Remember, I live in Cynicalville. But that, is, Britney Spears that, that makes as most sense. Uh, <laughs> makes as much sense as her going into the studio right now with all of the co- the chaos and drama she has going on. Do we really think that she's her best self in the studio? No, I don't either. Uh-huh. I just Holly, don't feel it. By the way, Holly, um, if we may visit Cynicalville real quick for our last <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. But by the way, how is the weather in Cynicalville? Oh, you know what? It's hot, but I am sitting. Under this very shady palm tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely! Are there iguanas in that palm tree? Uh, yes, there are. They're not frozen and dropping on my head moving. yet because it, it's yeah. hot, and I'm sipping my tea, mm-hmm. which is 
unsweetened and very bitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. official beverage of, of Cynicalville. Cynicalville. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> unsweetened bitter tea. That's yes. right. Uh, more of these stories at mytalk1071.com and another Dirt Alerts coming up at 1220 and 5.20. But next, uh, about two hours ago, I uh, arrived home from a screening of Oppenheimer. I'll give you my take on what's going to be one of the biggest movies of the summer when we return. Hey, everybody, it's Jace. For Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, I have big news. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic is moving into a beautiful new building. Beautiful new offices. I got a sneak peek in there. Amazing. Go to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic's Facebook page right now to look at their photos. Now, if you are a new patient and you're going there starting Monday, you got to go to the new office. Again, starting Monday. Now, Let me talk to all of you new patients. Have you never been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and you've been waiting for the great, uh, like a good time? This is it, because I'm gonna save you money. I know you want Botox. I know you want some fillers for that reunion where you wanna look your best uh, because that girl that that you hated in high school is gonna be there and you wanna show off. If you are a new client at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and you mention me, you're gonna get a discount on your first full price service. That's right, terms and conditions apply, so call for details, but make sure you mention me. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Call today before the appointments book up. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It is Barbie week. We're celebrating the release of Barbie in theaters tonight. It's one of two huge movies this summer and two huge movies this week. You've heard of Barbieheimer. Barbieheimer. I reviewed Barbie yesterday. Uh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. How will I feel about the back half of that, Oppenheimer? You're going to find out. It's time for a big, fat movie review. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big, fat movie review. This is Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. I uh, saw it on Tuesday. And as I uh, try to do, let me just cut to the chase uh, and then uh, give more detail on the back end. I liked Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, I did not love it. Okay. I, I I am not going with the line, I think it was from Vanity Fair, calling it uh, the most important, or I forgot how exactly they phrased it, the most important movie of the century so far. Really? That's um, bold. That's yeah, a lot. It was very, yeah, it was, a, it was very, uh, very dramatic. But I would not say that. I have heard the word masterpiece from several reviews. I wouldn't even say that. Okay. But I will say this is a big, brawny, muscular character study mixed with a warning for humanity. When we look at films that are those fictionalized history, like taking a, you know, like... It, it that's a lot of weight that they put on films like this. So when you were going, especially the screening you went to, were you having this expectation that you're going, I'm going to learn something, I'm going to feel something? Like, did you feel that pressure while you were viewing this movie? Um, I don't know if I felt pressure. Here's, this is what I, I said this on Lori and Julie yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me help 
let me help you. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, allow me to help you. Um, help me to help you. I would go to the YouTube. There are several now, really seven to eight minute little docu moments about Robert Oppenheimer. Yes, I would. I would go into this movie with a shallow base of knowledge about Oppenheimer, or specifically this uh, the 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 atomic bomb. Yeah, okay. the Manhattan Project. Mm-hmm. The Manhattan mm-hmm. Project. Yes, I, I that's fair. Do some do some light googling. Mm-hmm. You don't even not not excessive googling. Maybe just a I'm, Wikipedia entry. Yeah, I'm taught. Yes. Okay. Go into it. Let me help you maybe like it a little more than I did, because this is here's the thing. This is not a linear movie by any stretch of the imagination. And my father-in-law, uh, I we brought my father-in-law to this and Carl's first comment was he liked it, but at times it was hard for him to follow. OK. And he had said or I think I Colin had said if we had gone in, if he had gone into it knowing just a little bit more about Oppenheimer. Yes. It would have been maybe 32% easier to follow. Therefore, uh, you could appreciate it more. Right. Because this is, this is sprawling. This is, this is, re- this is requiring the audience to really uh, pay attention to some, some details. Uh, now, why do you think they did that, though? Like, when we're looking at movies like this, in my brain, I was putting in the same category of things like Schindler's List, where there's a reason why you shouldn't watch this movie. There's a, a reason why you should educate yourself about this person and this time period. Why is it not just a straightforward story, then, Jason? Why do you what, why do they is, use those time jumps or that, uh, that nonlinear storytelling? Uh, well, that leads into perfectly where my husband went in with expectations that were not met because do not go into this movie thinking that this is more about the bomb. Yes, it is not. OK, fair enough. My my husband went into it thinking this was really focused on uh, the creation of the bomb. What mm-hmm. this is really folk. This is a character study. Gotcha. OK. And this is really about the man. And subsequently. It is. It is helping you to understand how Oppenheimer got to the point where he regretted his own creation. Fair enough. Okay. And and that that travel, mm-hmm. that travel is what you uh, you see. Of course, the making of the bomb and what leads to it is instrumental. But then there's a. It's really about his life. Uh, at this particular time. Yeah, yes, yeah. I was just going to say, well, you know, uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer famously quoted, uh, now I've become death, the destroyer mm-hmm. of worlds uh, later on in his life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like that thread probably is running through this movie. Is that accurate? E- uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Especially when it comes to... Once the bomb, once the bomb has uh, been detonated, then, uh, you know, you fast forward to how Oppenheimer went to being on the cover of a Time magazine, like man of the year and being celebrated to him being vilified Mm -hmm. by his own government and, and actors in the government and why that happens. There's a lot. There's there's a thread of palace intrigue. That's that's maybe palace intrigue is the wrong word. 
having uh, really to do with the former uh, U.S. Secretary of Commerce, Louis Strauss, played by Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. And here is not, not that I've been critical so far, but I, I haven't been effusive. Here's where I will be effusive. Mm-hmm. If you really want me to tell you the two best things, uh, the three best things about Oppenheimer, here they are in no particular order. Uh, Killian Murphy's performance yes. is is mesmerizing. Uh, you really cannot separate the actor uh, from J. Robert Oppenheimer. You feel like this is a documentary. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So bravo to Mr. Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Christopher Nolan's directing. I may not love this movie. I may never watch it again. But my goodness, do not mistake me. I can appreciate he is a maestro. And the way this is shot, you know, he doesn't do digital. Right. He does not. He does not believe uh, not nothing digital shall touch his film. (laughs) Right. Right. And I was lucky enough to see this on a 70 millimeter print where you could hear Mm -hmm. the projector going in the back. Mm -hmm. And there's just something magical about it. There's something different about the way the film looks. My number three thing, I, I got to actually tell you, this was my favorite. Uh, I said in no particular order, but I guess I fibbed. Robert Downey Jr. about the aforementioned, uh, playing the aforementioned uh, Louis Strauss. I have been loving his press about saying that this is the most important and the best film that he's been a part of. So you could tell how passionate, you know, RDJ oh, is about this. Oh, you know, this is not a knock. But, you know, with Iron Man, you, you you did get the feeling that Robert was playing a version of Robert. Oh, gosh, uh, yes. And not Very that it wasn't much. acting. This is one of the first times, not one of the first times, this is one of those times where you go, oh, wow, he's acting. Ooh. This is not Robert. He is acting. And this is, my father-in-law didn't even, re- I don't, was it Colin? Anyway, either Colin or my father-in-law didn't even realize it was Robert Downey Jr. until about midway through the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Getting mm-hmm. back to his acting roots, because, right. you know, back in the early 90s, Robert Downey Jr. doing some fabulous character work. If right. you've uh-huh. never watched him play Charlie Chaplin Absolutely. in the early 90s, excellent at doing that. Now, I will say... Even him as Sherlock Holmes was Robert Downey Jr. being Ooh. Sherlock Holmes. Like, Doctor, that Doolittle movie was Robert Downey Jr. playing that. So to have yeah. him do another role where you're like, this is showcasing... Yeah. How good what, of an actor he is. What were you going to say, Holly? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, if you want to see Oppenheimer in IMAX, get your seats now because I'm looking across the board at some of our local IMAX theater screens and they're already sold out for the okay. weekend. So mm-hmm. if you want to experience it in a large format. Or if you want to experience it in on 70 millimeter, which is Mr. Nolan's preferred way that you see it, there are only two theaters in our area that have it okay. and they're uh, almost and that, full jason that's southdale mm-hmm. and imagine willow creek they also have it at rosedale center i am looking they do oh, they have, have a, seven a, millimeter? A, a 70 millimeter greater 70, yeah. depth and detail but those screenings are full, filling up fast I think, yeah. uh, or, or, or I, I want to know what you think, because um, I have friends, they're going to go see it this weekend. They already bought their tickets to see it at the Imagine Willow Creek. We love that theater. Is this one that I need to rush out to see? Because it's not something where I have to worry yes. about spoilers or, or anything. Should, should I make it a priority yes. to see this? Okay. Yeah, you should okay. see this movie. No. It's okay. an important film. Yes. Um, I, You will just probably never watch it again. It is Fair a enough. one and doneer. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm sorry, it's not at Rosedale Center, just want to correct it, but they do have IMAX with laser. 
Yes. At okay. Rosedale Center and completely captivating Dolby Cinema. Mm. Yeah, Dolby Cinemas are great. Okay. Oh, my goodness. But if you want to see it on film, 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 like Mr. Nolan would like us to mm-hmm. see it, uh, imagine Willow Creek and Southdale. Gotcha. It's, audit- it's Auditorium 10. My soul <laughs> is actually still in that theater. Giving its review. <laughs> Giving its review over and over again. Jason. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm still there. So when you go into Auditorium 10, you will feel my spirit. Because, A cold wind. <laughs> yes. Because my last thing I will say is it, this isn't so much a negative, but I personally, as did my husband, I felt the three hours. Okay. It was a very, uh, I, I, there were moments where I felt like I had to get through it. Oh, I'm just okay. being very honest. I'm just being very honest. Okay. Good to so, know. Yep. But an important film, no less, that people should see in the theater. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer, now playing. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll- Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk. Everything entertainment. Everything Miss Meat Lover. Hi, it's Miss Meat Lover. Look at this beautiful beef stick. Sick. Yes. And Miss Shannon filling in for Alexis. Oh, Miss Meat Lover. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, uh, I just gave my review of of Oppenheimer. And uh, Oppenheimer has been talked about in conjunction with Barbie. It's the weirdest combo ever. It really, really is. It's like Frosties and French fries. It's just, it's very awkward. But anyway... Um, but Barbenheimer isn't the first box office battle uh, because, you know, th- this is shaping up. I honestly do not know hmm. who is going to come out on top. I have a feeling it might be Barbie, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was our Oppenheimer. I think that it's going to be Barbie hands down. Agreed. You do? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The mass appeal of Barbie the marketing campaign that Jason, you and I have talked about all week long, just crushing it. Yeah. That Barbie has become a movie, kind of like Top Gun Maverick. I think that they're going to have similar trajectories. It's a movement. It, it, yeah. In as much as Barbie is going to get butts into seats mm-hmm. that haven't been in a movie theater for years. Yeah. People are that intrigued by it. Yes. Where it's like, yeah, I want to be a part of this. I want to be able to have an opinion on this. And I want to have fun. Whereas Oppenheimer is going to do well. But I think you kind of alluded to this, Jason, in your review of the movie. It's capital C cinema. And and, yeah, Oppenheimer's also the movie. And this happens every year. There's movies that you want to see, like Barbie. And there's movies that I should see, like Oppenheimer. You know, and so it's hard to prioritize because sometimes, you you know, it's easier to prioritize a bite-sized chunk of a Barbie, which comes in just under two hours. Like, you can figure out where that goes when the emotional investment that I need to take, not only the time investment, the emotional investment that an Oppenheimer requires, I don't think as many people are going to do. Yeah, and you also said, Jason, a critical word in your review of Oppenheimer. 
homework. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, home yeah. homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unless you're really captivated by the story and you want to know more about it, it might be a deterrent in as much as I got to I got to read yeah. stuff before to truly appreciate it by 33%. That's and a, I have a to whole third. Actively pay attention. I think we've gotten mm-hmm. bad at that as moviegoers. Like paying attention for that much time, giving our full undivided presence and attention to a film for three hours. I'm, I vote no confidence in a lot of human beings and being able to do that these days. Yeah, and I'm Yay. just, you, you don't have to. And maybe, you know, because uh, not paying, uh, I wish if I could go back and redo a class mm-hmm. throughout my school career, I wish because now I have such a fascination of it. I wish I would have uh, been better at history. Mm-hmm. It wasn't horrible, but I wish I would have just paid attention more um, because now I'm, I love history and I, it's a, reg- it's a school regret. So maybe if you're listening and you are very familiar with uh, the end of world war two, and maybe you're, you're, you're very familiar with Oppenheimer himself. You can go into this movie with little uh, homework. Right. I'm speaking to a big chunk of you who probably are just like my father-in-law either, you know, maybe you lived through it and you just have forgotten stuff. I would just say, go to the YouTube. There are so many mm-hmm. PBS. There's little chunks that of a documentary PBS did about five years ago that will just give you enough of, uh, of an outline of Oppenheimer to make you go, Oh, Oh, that's okay. That's him from that. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, this is 1945 or, mm-hmm. Oh, this is why Einstein is in the movie. Um, cause Einstein is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying it'll, because it, it, it jumps around. It is a little, there are moments where you're like, Oh, 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 where are we? Right. <laughs> yeah. What's going Why are we on? here? Why are we seeing this meeting? <laughs> right Why now. Why are we seeing mm-hmm. this meeting right now? Yeah. So, so, you know, based on looking at what local theaters are selling out performances of Oppenheimer, it yeah. indicates to me that cinephiles are going to Oppenheimer. Yes. They're going to that 70 millimeter showing. They're going to the IMAX showing because a lot of those are nearly sold out Mm -hmm. across the Twin Cities and it's important to them and they're prioritizing that. That being said, I think your average moviegoer is probably going to dip into Barbie a little bit uh, more than, you know, some heavy history. And in our last 30 seconds, if you missed yesterday's show and my review, go ahead and download the podcast hour three yesterday. But I will just leave you with this. This is just a repeat reminder this is not Barbie is not a kid's movie. It is PG-13 no. for a reason. It's not that it's crude. It's not that it's violent. It is just not. It's not a little kid's Barbie movie. Mm-mm. This is uh, this is very smart, very Greta Gerwig and hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, so just know that going in. It is not. And I'm going to be very curious of what the <laughs> average moviegoer thinks of this because it's a wacky movie. Yes. It really is whack a doodle. <laughs> whack a doodle. Anyway. That's going to do it for us. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Holly? Yeah, you be you. Go out there and be yourself, Shannon. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. We'll see you tomorrow nice, bright, and early at 6 (laughs) a.m. And uh, Stana and Steve are coming up here uh, next on My Talk 1071. We'll catch you tomorrow morning. Bye for now.